What's up, everybody? I'm Tori Ann. And I'm Leon Timbo. And I'm Mr. Jerome. And we are Beauty and the Beards. Okay, here we go. Here we go. So, guys, what about how our culture doesn't respond to doctors? How about how we don't go to the doctor? I know as a woman, it's a little different because we kind of have to go. Um, For the most part, women go to the doctor. We have babies. We need that to be monitored. We have cycles. Sometimes they're not normal. There's irregular irregular things going on that we have to see a doctor for. But once you come into your adulthood as men... There's a stigma attached to you guys that you don't go to the doctor. What's up with that? Do you guys go to the doctor? Mm, not as much as I should. I, I go whenever I can afford it. Oh, well, when I was a kid, part. when I was a kid, right? When I was a kid, they was they were like, "You hurt yourself? Yes, I did. No, you didn't. You a man? Get up." Mm-hmm. You know that that, that, suck that, that it up, buttercup. Suck it up. You ain't hurt for real. You you, you have put some testing on it. Put some dust exactly. And so I, I think the culture kind of um, created a rhythm in me that if 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 I can still function after it, then it didn't really it didn't really happen. Like it it didn't happen. I'm hurt, but I'm still good. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Even in the older generation, like. I I wasn't a part of it. I can only guess it was either fear, mm. you know, that kept our our dads and our granddads from not going when we all knew they needed to go. Like mm. we woke up and found you unconscious. You may go see a doctor. How many? No, I'm okay. I just had a little spell. I'm all right. No, no, you actually it's fainted. A, for a long time. Well, you know, I, I was reading a, a study. I want to say it was the University of Michigan that was done a few years ago. And they were saying a lot of black men um, don't go to the doctor because they don't trust the doctor. And they don't like how they're treated at um, doctor's offices and things like that. Like they don't like the tone that physicians have with them have you guys had any experiences like that like when you go to the doctor and you kind of feel like you're not respected in a way honestly a lot of what i may have dealt with regarding doctors and stigmas was probably more so in my head and built from home base than actually having bad experiences with the doctors um there was one instance that was a little abnormal for me. Uh, I was a teenager, and some things had happened through some bad decisions. And my doctor was an older black man. No, you know, I was an older. You know, my doctor was an older black man, so he didn't take the most professional approach because he felt like he could identify and impart some wisdom, and so he kind of went over a couple of I'm pretty sure he broke some laws because his advice became like it veered completely away from the medical (laughs) and into you know you know as a black man you know you can't be because you know they they trying to kill us they won't let's dead like he really took the opportunity to play uncle stranger and I sat there and listened because I knew he meant well and at the end of the day you know because we are a culture of shame, mm. <laughs> you know, 
people don't understand how important it is to be honest with your doctor mm -hmm. about mm -hmm. what you do yeah. and what you have to, because they can't give you a fair assessment of what's going on with you. Right, right. But because we're so ashamed, you know, I, when they ask you those invasive sexual questions, I'm sure there are a lot of us who weren't completely forthright with our actual doctors who yeah. needed the truth mm -hmm. to make us better. Yeah, yeah. Sheesh. Yeah. I, um, I, you know, I just, I just, I'm at the age now where they do all kinds of exams. Mm -hmm. Um, and I was in for one of said exams and it was all women. And I was like, what church y'all go to? Because this ain't supposed to happen. <laughs> Listen, catch and why, catch why is there a chance that I'm going to be leading worship the women, in front of you Sunday? The women catch the I women. I made him turn his head and cough. <laughs> so <laughs> it, was, it was weird. My statement was, we're all friends now. You know? Um, no, y'all owe me flowers. We, I never, I never uh, we had go that together. stigma. What'd you say? Oh, we go together now. We go. I think I said something like that. Oh, absolutely. I'm like, saying it out loud. We are together, we're together. now. You know too much about me. We are um, married. But we, I never had that stigma, not trusting the doctors. I mean, no more than I don't trust anybody. <laughs> so just, you just, somebody I don't trust as well. Mm -hmm. um, in terms of giving <laughs> all of my information, I think um, as of late, I've become more clear about that. But growing up in church, the whole, it wasn't me, no, um, this ain't my baby. I was about to, I was, about to, I was about to say something like, I was about to say, oh, this, no, this I didn't sign. get pregnant by real means. No, 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 no. I got pregnant by other means. I just went Mercy off into that tangent Lord. and I wasn't supposed to, but I did. I'm grown. And I, you know fun. what's so crazy? Um, we have so many examples. We, we have so many. So being in church, we're forced into these pockets of lies for that don't, of, these hot pockets of, of lies falsehoods. when... You know, the truth in that moment is our saving grace. Like, you don't want to tell the doctor a lie and then hope they're prophetic enough to know that. You know. Or hope that whatever it really is can be cured by whatever you're pretending it is. Yeah. <laughs> like, I hope this airplane I'm going to say it's strep throat. And just hope that whatever <laughs> they give me handles whatever happened for I real. I just hope. <laughs> Huh? So well, this you know, is what back we when we grew up, there was no such thing as the HIPAA. Oh, in terms oh. of privacy. In terms of privacy, no, that wasn't a thing until later on in life. Like now, when we were young, that wasn't a thing. I don't know, Jordan. When was? Can you tell us when HIPAA came out? Um, it wasn't a thing when we were. Yeah, it wasn't up. always there. Mm -mm. Okay, commercial. I never realized that in the 50s and 60s that marriage licenses weren't necessarily pieces of paper. Common law marriage is much more common. Just a yeah. commercial. We'll talk mm. about we'll talk about that later. Mama used to but there's a whole bunch about of common stuff. law marriage, honey. She used to be I used to hear her on the phone. She used to be like, "Girl, they common law." I used to be like, mm. Which really we just saying they shack 96 96 1996 <laughs> the HIPAA 96, yeah. So, yeah. right. So, I started working in the medical field around 99, 2000. It was, uh, it was 2001. I'm dating myself. 2001. And 
I remember that being. You said like you've been thing. in medicine for how many years? Well, I have not been in medicine now for the past few years. Eight years. Oh, this Katie. Okay, so oh, I'm about to do a lot of line on this. I am. Um, I spent a time um, being assistant to a physician, and so uh, yeah. So everybody knew everybody's business. Yeah. So back then there was no secrets. There were no laws to protect your business. So I think that that kind of leans into the into the space of not going to the doctor because you didn't want anybody up in your Your business. business. And not even like from a place of oh I might have been around by Mary's house. It just was. No, I don't want nobody in my business because that's how we used to move back then. You know, we have social media now, so we put everything out. I'm I'm kind of uh, guilty. I'm like an overshare. I'm considered an overshare. But back then, the house I came from, probably why I share so much now, everything was a secret. Oh, you yeah. couldn't talk about a single thing. So going to the doctor had to be tough on certain people, you know, because it's like kind of telling your business. Yeah. AIDS is cancer. You know, people in oh, my yeah. community. I know a lot of people away. that died from alleged cancer. Yeah. And that was just kind of because you would see people with her. They would say nothing. You would say nothing. I mean, dear friends of mine ne- just never knew how they went away. I remember there was there was one person that uh <laughs> my dad, when he was living, bless his heart, he was talking to me. And they weren't doing well, and he just kind of threw out that um, you know this may you know this was the issue, but he kind of bla- he just kind of said it, and I was so shocked because I knew nothing about it, and I was like, okay, I forgot he was their pastor, you know, um, and he was he was you know kind of not not doing well himself, and so when he said it, that made me realize how often we kept those kinds of things, like. AIDS, HIV, the reality is, I just want to put this out there. The reality is people are living with this stuff. I'm not saying it's whatever, but people are living with it. And so get over yourself. And you know, medicine, has really progressed. medicine has really progressed in that way, which I'm so thankful for. Yeah. Um, and people are able to have a live fairly normal life fairly normal life you know and that's such a blessing i just thank god for that 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 medicine has progressed in that time and that there have been people out here working tirelessly to give people that chance to have a normal life um because that's just like the back then it was like the scarlet letter like you if you lost weight too quickly or whatever the case there was was a lesion anywhere your community would just kind of corporately make peace with having to live without you Doctors refused to treat mm-hmm. or to examine because they didn't yeah. know how it was passed. It, you know, it was it was aggressive. And this stuff was even more so in our communities, being Black Americans, because our doctors were getting paid regardless for most of mm-hmm. our cases. Because how many of us had? legitimate insurance going and that was kind of the the that's what parents and relatives didn't want to tell you you weren't going to the doctor because we couldn't send you to the doctor yeah. government hadn't caught up with you know some of these standards we have now and so because of that it's like well that's a good point i think um just to put a button on uh, on a lot of this a lot of why people don't go to the doctor now men women children is because of the lack of medical insurance that's provided or that is um, 
available to us in America. And of course, it's a national conversation now. And, you know, it really makes me upset, you know, because there's a lot of people who don't feel that that everyone deserves a right to go to the doctor unless you can check off every box financially and everything. And that's so inhumane. And just, just, like level. it's just, it, it, I, I know when I stopped working um, in the medical field and I remember when I was working in the medical field, I was paying so much money as a person who worked for the hospital for my family. I was paying so much money per month just for my family to be able to go to the doctor and the dentist. And so when I stopped working and I had the stigma of, you know, I had my son when I was 17 years old. When I had him, I had already given myself the task to never be on welfare. So I struggled more than I should have, you know, because I had this chip on my shoulder to not go. So when I stopped working for the hospital, I didn't go and get that insurance or try to qualify for that insurance for my children. Mm. So I took a huge gamble Especially, you know, with having small kids or somebody falls and hurt themselves, that's on me. I remember when we were at church and Cadence ran through a door that she didn't clear. And she ran smack down into the wall and she knocked her tooth like back into her mouth, like into the roof of her mouth. I didn't have any insurance. And the first thing I thought about was, oh, my God, this tooth did not come out. It's lodged in the roof of her mouth. She has to go to the dentist. And I just remember praying like, Lord, just let them give me an opportunity to pay. And so I was able to get her seen and all that stuff. And they were able to extract the tooth. And I had a huge bill, but I, I paid like half up front. That wasn't in my budget. But all the links that I would go just because I didn't want to go and try to get insurance. And now, and that was years ago, she's 10 now. She was little, like maybe three. And now it's even harder to come by medical insurance. Absolutely. So, That's that, that you can actually afford. Jordan, can gives, actually some, afford. Jordan gives some crazy facts. 55% of African-Americans are private health insurance as opposed to 75.4% of non-Hispanic whites who have private health insurance um, as cited from the Minority Health Government website. And this it's just the truth of how the, the playing field isn't level. So we have to completely address health. What, what are we trying to say? Go to the doctor. What are we trying to say? Um, um, be honest about where you are. Um, we have to learn to love each other in every condition possible. And um, that's why we're here to talk about the hard things. I'm Leon Timbo, and this is Tori Ann and Mr. Jerome, um, and that's our show. <laughs>